Hello and welcome into Main Street Preps this week. I'm Russell Venozzi, joined today by a special fill-in host, Blaine Keller, our Robertson County sports reporter. Uh, Tyler is actually out on business today covering the TWSAA Board of Control meeting. So, Blaine, thanks for being here. Yeah, I grabbed my uh, little slugger uh, here because I'm kind of pinch-hitting for Tyler today. I thought that'd be kind of funny to kick <laughs> us off here. But, you know, glad to be here, glad to, glad to help out a little bit. We are off to a roaring start there, folks. But yeah, we, we <laughs> big shout out to Blaine for being here. Before we get started, I want to remind everybody this podcast is sponsored by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. To give you a quick rundown of today's show, we are first going to talk to Brentwood girls basketball coach Marcel Williams in just a moment. His team plays Hillsboro for the region title tonight in their region. And then uh, later on, we will have new Blackman football coach, uh, Matt Kreisky on the show. He just accepted that job last week coming over from Centennial. So uh, looking forward to talking to him about kind of his thought process there and taking that new job in Rutherford County. But Blaine, if you're ready, we'll go ahead and jump right into our interviews here with Brentwood girls basketball coach Marcel Williams, who joins us by phone. Marcel, thanks for taking some time for us on game day. No problem. Thank you for having me. So, Marcel, you guys had a little bit of a scare there um, earlier this week against Columbia Central. That game went to overtime. What did you make about how your how your team pulled that one out and uh, was able to get to uh, this region final today? Uh, I was very impressed with our team. Uh, we did some good things. We did some bad things. It was a roller coaster game uh, being up. Uh, I think it was up 16 at one point. Somebody told me. And uh, they came back. They made some shots that we didn't expect to happen. But – when the um, championship game or any of the second round games, you never know what can happen. But the girls responded well. Um, I really uh, was really impressed. Young team. Yeah, this Hillsborough team won that you dropped both regular season meetings to 46 to 44 in January 20th, 49 to 46, February 10th. When you have this third meeting with, with the Lady Burroughs, what do you kind of take away from those first two meetings to kind of apply into this one, if anything? Um, honestly, I feel, and the team knows, we, we kind of beat ourselves each time uh, overthinking and, or not executing, especially in the last meeting. And then um, the second time we played them, uh, one of their bigs was out. So that kind of, we had to adjust on the fly to a game plan we already had. So it's just one of those things where we just got to get out of our heads and just play. I was actually excited that they won their game because I actually wanted to play them again for a mental thing to get over that hump as we move forward. So Marcel, Ella Ryan has really developed into a star this year with 17 points per game, almost seven rebounds. How has she kind of taken her game to the next notch? It's kind of up a notch this year, especially now that her older sister, Sydney, has graduated and is now playing at Furman. Um, Ella has really improved her game. Uh, she was known coming in a freshman as a shooter. Um, she's transitioned to be more than just a shooter. Now she's working on her driving. Uh, she did an excellent job in Columbia Central game going to the basket. Um, so we just really expanded and put her in situations where she's not just shooting the ball, but also driving, putting pressure on the defense. And how many similarities do you think there are between Ella and Sydney? Of course, one is a you know Southern Conference women's basketball player at the Division One level, and the other is still in high school. But do you see a lot of similarities in their games? 
No, I really don't. I mean, they can shoot it, and I would say shooting is one of them, but they're two totally different players. Um, the stuff that we ran for Sydney last year, we definitely couldn't run for Ella and vice versa. It's just um, two different girls with different skill sets, but they both definitely can shoot the ball. And kind of touching again on that region championship that you guys are going to tonight, the last time Brentwood played for a region title was with Miles Thrash as head coach. Uh, and when you were an assistant under his staff, I'm kind of curious of what you learned from him and kind of took from him in those years and, and how you've applied it to your own tenure here, making it to the region championship in the sectional. Um, that's a good question. Uh, as far as being under Miles, it was great learning the ins and outs of Williamson County basketball, uh, how to play, how to score in different ways with different teams. Um, Brentwood is, we really haven't had like a true big girl maybe once. And uh, just learning to use the pieces that you got and, and kind of be effective with that. And during that region run, we also took it as earth steps. Um, the years before that, we made it to the year, the region championship uh, again and lost it. And then we had to play Mount Juliet in Substate and we lost that. So that, that was a young team. And then the team grew the next year. Then they got over the hump versus Page. So I feel like we're at that point right now with this young team where it's a longer season. Um, they're getting a little tired as far as mentally, just like they just want the games to start, no practice coach, and understanding that uh, we just got more games to go and you got to get over these different humps and understand that there's more games. And, and just it's a process and not just going to be two games in the championship for state. And another young player that's come on over the last couple of months is freshman Ava Jarrett. She's been playing really well, averaging about 13 points a game. Marcel, what have you seen from her um, just as she's really just getting going here with her high school basketball career? Um, she's been great. Um, she came in. Uh, we already was already on the road a little bit. And then um, she came in and was a little nervous because she didn't want to be the reason that we was losing. I was just like, be yourself. And she's been herself every step of the way. Uh, we had to, you know, adjust, like, once again, adding a new piece uh, to the team. So we adjusted some of our plays to her skill set as well. So, um, and Kayla, what she does well, and also losing uh, Anna Williams 12 games in, 10 games in, was our big. So we had to adjust again. So we've been kind of adjusting on the fly so our team's used to it. And I also play a lot of people for the most part. So girls understood, like, my role really doesn't change. It's just maybe my minutes maybe up and down. As you mentioned, Coach Williams, a young team that you guys have going into this region championship and sectional round, and you go up against an experienced Hillsborough team, I believe. And I'm kind of curious, just based on past that point, what your thoughts were on the rest mm -hmm. of the field that remains in Class 4A and in the region for what you're going to have up against you trying to get to Murfreesboro. I'm 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 feel real good about it. I mean, I, I watched both teams play on the other side and and understood different matchups and different schemes. I think it just comes down to one, my team being real nervous of that moment. And sometimes you just need to be in that moment to say, all right, we made it here. Let's do what we can do. At the end of the day, I think we're gonna be the underdog in any matchup because we're so young and uh we thrive on being the underdog. So even tonight I'm pretty sure we're we definitely are the underdog being in Hillsborough's house. So just anything can go. Uh, we make shots. I think we play good defense. It's just sometimes we just got to execute in those last two, four minutes uh, to win the game. 
Any anyone that's seen your team play this year knows that you guys shoot a lot of threes, but also make a lot of threes. Um, right at about a thirty-five percent clip from from deep right now. I know it's an exciting uh, style of play for for fans to watch, but do you think the players enjoy that too, or are they uh, kind of all in on the having the green light there at the, the three-point line? Yeah, I was just asking. I think we lost Marcel there for a second. I was just asking about the three-point shooting. You guys shoot quite a lot of them, make quite a lot of them as well. Um, do your players enjoy that kind of up-tempo, um, kind of open style of play that you guys have? That's a really good question. Do they enjoy it? Um, I would say for the most part they enjoy it. I would say also it's kind of, the uh, like I said, the skill set, uh, the players that I have uh, – I'm not a particular fan of it, but it's just I got to go with what works. And we did throw it in the post early in the year. But like I said, our big kind of got hurt with a shoulder injury and we had to adjust on the fly. And I got a lot of girls that can shoot it. And I was like, hey, we're just going to practice on our shooting a whole bunch. And um, we got a lot of girls shooting 35 percent or better. And let's see what happens. How do you go from being a little bit more of a, a post-centric team, like you mentioned there at the start of the season, to almost flipping the script at, at the three-point line? Did did that come with a learning curve at all? Um, it didn't come with a learning curve. We had some. We just had a lot of post plays, and we just said, "Hey guys, we're not running those anymore," and um, we just really, really focused on our, our shooting uh, moving forward. Um, we just got a lot of girls that can shoot it. Uh, Winston County is a lot of other teams that got girls that can shoot. It's just, it's just something about being over here that girls can really just shoot the ball. And um, I know we got a 43 one game. Um, we made a lot of threes in one game, maybe like 17, 18. Um, when we get hot, it just get contagious. Coach, you played at Austin P from 2007 to 2011. And with the governors playing their last home game, the, the girls team that is, uh, at the Dunn Center this Saturday in the first round of the A-Sun Tournament. Kind of wanted to see if you could reflect on your time at Austin P, your time at the Dunn Center, and the, the memories that maybe you had there as a player. Um, I'm going to say the Dunn Center taught me to be a coach that I didn't think I was going to be. Uh, it was a lot of ups and downs being a college student, understanding um, what it takes and the sacrifices you got to make and it, Sometimes when you're 18, 19, you don't understand that. But as I gotten older, I see myself through a coach's eyes and I understand the reasons why coaches do things. So I appreciated my time there. Um, I know we went to the NCAA tournament once. I know I lost it at the the buzzer to Kenneth Reed in, um, at Morehead State. Uh, so that was a, a bummer that I remember. And I also remember the good times, tipping wins and big time games against Murray State. So it was a fun experience, but I definitely um, definitely looked back and, and realized that that experience helped me be a coach. Didn't think it would be girls, but I'm a girls coach. Sounds like it's all worked out. And Marcel, congratulations on a great season so far. Best of luck tonight and in, in, in the Appreciate sectional uh, this weekend. And uh, thanks again for being here. Oh, no problem. Thank you again. All right, that has been Brentwood girls basketball coach Marcel Williams. Appreciate his time, especially on a game day. Uh, Like I said, big game tonight. This is Wednesday um, against Hillsborough at Hillsborough for the region championship. So we'll be keeping close tabs on that. But let's go ahead and take a break, Blaine. Then we'll come back with our 
uh, interview with Matt Kreisky. Just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. It was just a few cocktails at happy hour. You're <laughs> <laughs> really good try. There aren't any cops around. I didn't think there were any cops around. I drink and drive all the time. Sir. Sir, you've been in a serious crash. I'm going hang on, okay? We're back here with more on Main Street Preps this week, and it's time to welcome in new Blackman football coach, Matt Kreisky. Matt, congratulations on your new gig, and th- thanks for joining us today. I appreciate y'all having me on. You bet. And Matt, we just want to kind of uh, kind of get, get your thought process here on these last few weeks. I'm sure it's been a whirlwind for you, but when this Blackman job opened recently, were you immediately interested, or did you need some convincing to, to leave what you built over there at Centennial? <laughs> Uh, well, man, uh, Centennial is a special place. Uh, you know, I've been here for seven years. It means a lot to me, my family. Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't say like convincing, but, uh, you know, once, uh, they reached out to me, you know, I just thought, you know, let me go talk to them, see, see how, see what it is. And, you know, um, going to the interview, leaving my house, it took under 10 minutes. Uh, so, you know, that was a, you know, that was a thought process. Um, uh, my kids, and my wife, my wife's a school teacher also, so she travels uh, to Franklin. She's at uh, the feeder school at, at Freedom Middle here, and then my kids go to Poplar Grove. Um, so the, the transition of all of us being, you know, around 10 minutes away from the house, you know, that was kind of easy decision for us to make. Um, you know, and, and, and Blackman's a great school, uh, not only academically, athletically. They got one of the you know, you look at the boys and girls basketball program still competing right now. Uh, football's done well. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm honored to, to be in this position and, and coach at a, at a high-level school. Yeah, and, and on top of it being so close to your house, you also were a student at Middle Tennessee State. You had assistant stops at Blackman and Oakland across your career. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, even with, with your twin brother coaching in that area, Rutherford County area means a lot to you. It does. I've been in, in Rutherford County since fall of uh, 01. And, you know, and I'll be honest, um, you know, after they called, you know, first, of course, the first person I reached out to was, was my brother. Um, and he spoke highly about Blackman in the program. Um, you know, I know that's, you know, probably, you know, he didn't, didn't want to see me go there, you know, us having to face each other year in and year out. Um, but, you know, he knows at the end of the day what, what type of, program it is and so you know he's seen the middle school and in the freshman programs the past couple of years and and so he was able to give me more insight uh, about those programs that, that I knew about so it was you know he kind of helped me through my decision process also yeah you mentioned will there at Riverdale obviously the backyard brawl between Riverdale and Blackman's already a pretty uh, juicy rivalry but 
with uh, with two brothers now at the helm of each team. I mean, how much how much does that kind of up the ante of what that rivalry means to that area? Oh, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's going to up the ante. It's, it's going to be fun. Um, you know, can't wait to, uh, for that Friday night in October. Um, you know, for us to go against. I know both both teams are going to get excited. We played each other twice. Um, you know, when I since I've been here at Centennial and and just. The added emotions, the added uh, – just it created a, a little different environment when we played each other. So, um, I know it's going to be – with the backyard brawl, it's going to be extra special, and it's going to be a fun environment. Coach, when you look at your your predecessor, Chandler Tiggard, and, and his offensive style that he had at Blackman, you know, blazing fast, trying to be an up-tempo, you know, high school style a little bit. and I would, I would say you are more of a defensive coach based on your time at, at Centennial – are there any challenges, and I know it's early, but are there challenges going from an offensive-heavy team to, to one that really focuses or wants to focus on the defensive side? Uh, I mean, yeah, you mean, you know, um, you know, we're, we're not going to be the same style. You know, of course, me and Chandler are two, two totally different people. Um, so, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a challenge to get the kids to buy in. But, uh, you know, I've been down there this past week, you know, they're eager, they, you know, just like any, any group, just like this group here at Centennial, they're, they're ready for somebody to lead and, and take charge. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be a little challenges, but I think at the end of the day, um, kids are kids. They're resilient, um, you know, and, and they want to compete and, and play high school football. Um, and, and that's what they do well in, in Rutherford County. So I know these, these guys, will, when we get ready here in the next couple of weeks, start on install, they'll, they'll be ready to go. Of course, Blackman is coming off the high water mark of finishing ten and three last season. Uh, had tons of talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball, and a lot of that talent is graduating. Uh, how do you approach that, Matt? You know, with with so many players walking out the door. I mean, is that good to have a kind of a fresh slate there with a new coach coming in? Or um, I'm sure there's also challenges too, maybe working with some younger players and trying to get them up to speed. Yeah, I mean, it's no different. Whenever I walked in the situation here at Centennial seven years ago, they're coming off the semifinal berth and. You know, people are saying the same thing. You know, it's just going to be a down year. Uh, we're fortunate we were able to make the quarterfinals that year. Um, so I, I feel like it's the same. You know, these kids these kids know how to win. They know how to work. Um, so it, that's, you know, we're going to go in and we're going to start getting to work and, and doing the things and preparing these guys for the season. Um, they're a little bit behind from, uh, you know, since since Chandler left, uh, the weight room and things. So we, we've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, that's going to be a challenge. Uh, but it's – it's, it's, there's going to be, you know, any, 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 when we go to any year, there's going to be ups and downs. And uh, I'm just ready to get over there and, and get to work and uh, get this process started for us. Coach, whenever you take over or whenever most coaches take over roles at, at new schools, they like to bring a lot of the same guys that they did at, at their previous school from time to time, kind of having that familiarity on a coaching staff. But I, I was curious as – your old school centennial begins its search for a, a new head football coach. Were there any of those staffers, any of those assistants that you felt like would be a good replacement for you? Uh, yes, and I've talked to uh, Dr. Dyson about those. Um, you know, I know they're 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 going to find the best candidate available, and I know he's going to do a great job um, with with that. Um, you know, he has a lot of contacts in, in the area, so um, I know they're going they're starting that process here here soon. So. Um, you know, there's a couple guys on staff that that I'm, I'm sure he'll he'll talk to. And you're walking in, obviously, to Rutherford County, an area you're really familiar with, and 
uh, coming from Williamson County where the football is just, you know, just as competitive. Um, so reflecting on your time at Centennial, I know there were some ups and downs, but these past couple of years, you guys have really righted the ship um, and, and had an eight win season last year. What do you, what do you just kind of make of where the program stands now at Centennial and as you're kind of getting set to depart from there? Yeah, well, I, I feel good about, uh, you know, stepping away now. Um, as you know, we got a lot of uh, juniors that'll be rising seniors uh, coming, coming back. Um, so I feel like whoever takes over, who walks in, they're walking into a to a good position um, with a lot, a lot of people who has a lot of experience the past two years, and also dropping down to five uh, A uh, in a region that I think that they can be highly competitive in next next year and, and finish one of the you know top three spots. Uh, and then you know as long as injuries uh, don't occur, you know they can make a little run out in the playoffs. And I have no doubt. I told the kids when I'm leaving, I, I feel you know good about leaving because I, I know I have no doubt in my mind that y'all going to be successful next year and y'all going to make some noise and, and people's going to know who Centennial is next year, not because of the leader, because of you all, you know, you're the ones that put on play on Friday night. So uh, I think it's a, it's a good situation. And, and, you know, you like leaving like that, you know, when, when you know that they can be successful next year um, and then not leaving the, you know, not leaving it bare for someone else walking in. Williamson County is a is a hotbed for for recruiting and for football and and things like that. But Rutherford County might even be more so, especially when you look at Blackman, you look at Oakland, all the Power Five prospects that have come out of that area. When you compare those two regions and and just the talent that comes out of there, what what makes Rutherford County such a an attractive spot for these high school seniors, high school juniors that are getting that recruiting interest? Uh, well, because it's a very highly competitive league, uh, like you said. I mean, you know, these these guys are getting recruited by by SEC schools and and and, and uh, other schools in the area. So uh, that that makes it very attractive. Most of these guys, they have dreams and goals of playing at the next level. Um, so you know, even here in, in Williamson County, you know, there's these these guys are getting looked at. So I think these two counties mirror each other quite a bit. Um, both of them are very highly competitive leagues, and so. Uh, that's, that draws the interest of the kids in, in, in areas and, and surrounding counties. It was a, a gradual build at Centennial during your time there and, and getting to the success that you had this season. At Blackman, do you think it's a similar build there or will it pose a different challenge? Uh, it, it'll pose, you know, there, there's going to be some similarities. I think, like you said, you know, they're graduating a lot, a lot of their key players. So it's, you know, that's, we've got to build off that. Um, and, and then also, you know, uh, just I know they got a good group of, of middle school coming over as, as ninth graders. So, you know, I feel like the future is bright at, at Blackman High School. And, and you know, there, there's some things that I learned through the process here at Centennial that I, I know I can do differently. Um, and some things I learned, you know, what, what to continue to do as, as we move forward and, and build the Blackman program. Matt, last one here, and then we'll let you go. You mentioned you're, you're going to be saving a 40-minute commute now by uh, working closer to home. Have you had a chance to think about what you might do with all that extra time and, and all the savings on gas that you'll have um, as, as you get to kind of ditch that long drive every day? Well, you get to spend a little bit more extra time with the family than, than also spending some, some extra time uh, working on football. You know? So, um, you know, I'm excited about that and excited about being, you know, so close, being able to get in the community more. Uh, doing, doing things in the community, so uh, community see my face, see my family. Uh, you know, hopefully my wife will get a job across the street at Blackman Middle. Kids go to Blackman Elementary, so hopefully uh, the entire Blackman community will 
we'll see us all the time and 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 it'll be just just a fun time for not only the community but but my family itself. Hey, yeah, you can't beat that setup. So, Matt, congratulations once again. Thanks for joining us, and, and good luck this spring as you guys are getting getting things rolling there at Blackman. I, I appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. All right, that has been new Blackman coach Matt Kreisky. Um, did a great job at Centennial, and now he's walking into a big job there at Blackman. So. It will be interesting to see how that all shakes out in that competitive Rutherford County region. Um, But Blaine, let's go ahead and take our second commercial break here and then come back to wrap up the show in just a minute. Hockey in Music City just hits different. It's one big honky-tonk party. It's the sea of gold in the crowd. The goals, the saves, the celebrations. It's an experience like no other. Don't miss a minute of the action this season. Visit NashvillePredators.com slash tickets to get your seats today. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. And we'll see you at Brimstone Arena. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. So as we all know, there are certain spots in the basketball postseason that you can, are pretty forgiving. You can lose, and you can still bounce back and find your way through the bracket. But this week was not one of those weeks, was it, Blaine? Because we had the region quarterfinals, region semifinals, and there were a couple of surprises. I think the one that caught us off guard the most, even though Pearl Cohen has been very competitive with East Nashville in its it, other two meetings this year, um, you know, for undefeated East Nashville to have its season in there, the region semifinals at the hands of Pearl Cone was a bit shocking because everybody's kind of had East as, as the favorite to repeat in that class two a bracket. And uh, now they're, they're going home. So that was kind of a stunner. I know you also have seen plenty of your Robertson County teams go home. I believe there's still one kicking though. Um, and, and you saw a great game at Fairview last night, I believe. Yeah, you, you go from just to kind of touch on that East Nashville thing a little bit. You expect to be the favorite when you're 26 and 0, and then, but but like you said, it's a tournament sport, so any anything can happen at that point of the season. But yeah, one Robertson County team left in in East Robertson, uh, White House Heritage saw its kind of upstart season end in the semifinals. There, they had a nice little run to knock off Loretto in that first round, and good game from Fairview, which. Was kind of surprising knowing that they're without their leading scorer and best defender, Mace McCoy, towards ACL two weeks ago. But it seems like the team is kind of rallying around that right now to maybe get past that region championship on Thursday against Giles County and perhaps make it to the state tournament for the first time in school history. Yeah, that would be something if they could do that. And um, another team that is having some success after – Several down years is Hendersonville. I think they deserve a shout out. They are going to play for their first region title since 2004 on Thursday. Um, and that's after knocking off Lebanon. So they've already taken out Wilson Central and Lebanon. And now they're going for Green Hill on Thursday. So if they can get through that, they will host a sectional and uh, be one game away from the state tournament. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but 
yeah, just a lot of good good hoops being played right now by by some teams like that that have come on strong late. Hendersonville being one of them, and then we've also got the Division Two state championships uh, happening over at Tennessee Tech. So tons to keep up with here at Main Street Preps. We've got it all um, online there at MainStreetPreps.com. We are going through a website provider change, so please note that when you get in, if you're a subscriber uh, to either the newsletter or the site, you're going to get an email about resetting your password and coming to check out the new site this week. So uh, be sure to do that when you get a chance and uh, should be the same kind of user experience uh, and everything. So, um, but looking forward to that, that change, that update there. And, uh, but nothing else will really change. We're, we've still got basketball coverage coming. We've got uh, spring sports are right on the horizon. So plenty of value there in a main street prep subscription and Blaine, thanks for taking a few minutes out of your day to, to fill in here for Tyler. We really appreciate you, uh, you doing that like he says, as a pinch hitter. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt good. I, I felt like, uh, I don't know, my mind's blanking of a good MLB pinch hitter right now. Uh, there's none on the Texas Rangers, my favorite team. So I, I don't have anybody to, to kind of <laughs> yeah. liken myself to there. But Panda, maybe? Panda? Pablo Sandoval? Yeah. Oh, he's still, we'll we'll, we'll uh, go Sandoval a couple years ago. <laughs> he's got to be, I was going to say, he's got to be like 40 by now. But that's you know, a, like 1929. <laughs> <laughs> but the Rangers are going to be in good shape, though, because they've got former Vanderbilt aces jack Leiter and kumar rocker in the system so just give it another year or two and you guys will be there all right you you'll have a full starting rotation there from vanderbilt hey you just gotta hit yeah there you go <laughs> although hey you don't have to hit a whole lot if you hold hold teams to no runs so anyways that's go. gonna do it for today uh, i want to remind everybody this podcast is sponsored by the tennessee highway safety office fans don't let fans drive drunk thanks for tuning in and we'll see you back next time on main street preps this week